what is up it is your girl tanique and thank you for joining another episode of serve thy neighbor so by the title i'm pretty sure you can see that it's join the elite and so i wanted to dive into what the word elite means from a worldly point of view and then what the word elite means from god's point of view so i didn't want to do the definition route so i went into a blog and um, the name of the blog is chrisherd.medium.com. So that's C-H-R-I-S-H-E-R-D.medium, spelled regular, dot com. Um, just if you wanted to check that out and get some more information, some more insight on that blog. And so on his blog, he said that the word elite means highly successful people. Okay, so far so good. They succeed when facing overwhelming odds. They break down potential obstacles and foresee challenges before they arise. They are relentless and have the ability to focus on things that matter. These things enable the most progress every day. So basically, I just, this last point is just a summarization of the rest of his blog, which is life is basically a competition. You're competing against any and everybody. There's not enough room for everybody, especially those who make excuses or just not um, ambitious enough. Okay, I feel that. And then there was one quote that I just had to steal from the blog, which is failure can either paralyze you from pursuit or embolden encourage your stance so i thought that was pretty awesome quote from that blog and um my whole view from what the elite really means is that they are people who are who are filled with self-ambition they're filled with selfishness because they're only focusing on themselves they're only focusing on their own success and it doesn't matter um what anybody else is doing because everybody's a competition and you're just trying to do outdo the next person and and have more money and have more net um networking and and be at the top and i was like hmm okay i can i can definitely relate to that cuz that was definitely me at one point or maybe still in my life where you're just going, 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 and you're just like, okay, everything's going good, and I can do this, and I can do that, and da 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 but then you have to really pull that back because you're like, okay, but I serve God, so <laughs> I can't live my life like this because I'm not producing any fruit, and I'm not serving God, and I'm not giving him glory, so when you serve God, you automatically First of all, let me just pull that back. When you give your life to Christ, you have entered the elite. Congratulations. If you've been an OG and you've been serving the elite for I don't even know how many years because it is not an easy walk. And you're doing an awesome job of nobody. Nobody's telling you that you're doing an awesome job with your walk with Christ. I'm telling you right now. Woohoo! Congratulations. You are doing amazing. Keep doing it because it's not easy. And yeah, so I wanted to go ahead and just dive into Proverbs 16.3. And it says, commit to the Lord whatever you do and your plans will succeed. So right there, that's telling you that 
God wants you to be part of the elite. He wants you to be a highly successful person. And that doesn't necessarily um, glorify you. It just glorifies him because when you glorify him, he glorifies you and that automatically makes you a successful person. It may not be viewed success here on earth, but it is viewed success up in heaven. And the whole purpose of you serving God is to have heavenly value, eternal value. And then I wanted to dive into what is committing? Because it says the first word is to commit to the Lord. And so I wanted to break down what that word really means. What does he mean when he says he wants you to commit to him? So 1 King 2.3 says, Observe what the Lord your God requires. Walk in his ways, keep his decrees and commands, his laws and requirements as written in the law of Moses. So that's the Old Testament when it when it says as written in the law of Moses. So God, that's why Jesus came down and he died on the cross because he got rid of that Old Testament. And so now we still have decrees and commands to be obedient to, but now we're walking into the New Testament, which the New Testament um, says that once you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have right then, um, you have accepted his decrees and his commands. And I wanted to break down what the word decree and commands are. Because they're really awesome words. They just sound so traditional, you know, like, oh, wow, I got, I have to do it. It just kind of sounds like a burden instead of something that we should be excited about. And so the word decree means formal authoritative order. And the word command means to be in charge, have authority. Okay, so when it says to keep his decree, it's saying to keep his formal and authoritative order. So there are specific principles that we need to be following which keep us in order because ultimately he is the highest authority of all and then once we do that once we keep his order once we keep his principles we then have charge and have full authority which is awesome which is amazing and that's like oh wow like okay if i if i follow your principles i have total authority and total charge of any and everything that comes against me and even good things that come my way yes that's amazing so that's what god means when he says to keep his degrees and his commands and that's something that we should all be excited about and i just wanted to take the moment for any of my new babes out there who have not accepted jesus christ as their lord and savior i just wanted to take the time to go ahead and do this prayer so you can meet jesus and you can have a relationship with him so just bow down your head and close your eyes and just repeat this prayer after me it's Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and invite you, I'm sorry, and invite you to come into my heart and life. And I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. So if you have repeated that um that scripture if you have repeated that prayer you are now part of the elite and i just want to congratulate you i'm excited for you you are now a babe in christ and i just want you to know that it's not an easy walk and it can be 
filled with happiness. It can be filled with joy. It can be filled with sadness and frustration and all of these things in between. But it's definitely worth it in the end. And these feelings don't. The feelings of frustration and anger and all of these um, depression. All of these feelings, they don't last long. And they come and go. And just to be... um. Be mindful that there is an end goal. So once you always remember that the end goal is that you will receive victory and to rejoice because God has conquered everything. He has conquered every single thing that can come in your way and come in your path. Then you can remember that, you know, you're not going to always be there and you got to step outside of your feelings to all to really produce food and to really in, um, produce true endurance when it comes to having a relationship with God. But that's just a little nugget for not even just for the babes, but for the OGs as well. So um, the one thing that you don't have to be when you join the elite is super successful, which is a relief because we always have this these plans on what we want to do and where we want to go and and how things should play out and really it says that the lord's plans prevail really so if you're not where you want to be or if you don't feel or maybe you're successful in in your job or any other parts of your life but there's just certain areas that you're lacking i'm just coming to encourage you and let you know that you don't have to be super successful you don't have to be popular. You don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to have a bunch of money. No, you can be yourself. Any and every person who is willing um, to apply is accepted once they accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. So now that um, I've spoken to my, my, my Christ babes out there, I want to speak to the real OGs out there. Um <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wanted to share a little nugget with you, something you can think about, marinate on. Um, now to my OGs who have been here for a while, I want you to own the position that God has put in you, whatever it is, own it, produce fruit in it. And then I wanted to go into Isaiah 40, 29 through 31. He gives strength to the weary and increase the power of the weak. Even youth grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So I just wanted to throw that out there for you, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, I think the scripture speaks for itself. Okay. And so to any of the new babes who have joined the lead and to my OGs, what if I have a question for you? Now that you're part of the lead, now that you, you know, you got some experience out there or you've just joined, I have a question. What if God never moves you to a higher position in your walk with Christ? I'm going to just let that marinate. As a matter of fact, I'm going to repeat it. <laughs> the question is, what if God never moves you to a higher position in your walk with Christ? Like, what if 
what if this is my this is my walk with Christ and my position, my ministry would be to do this podcast. But what if my position, what if it's not like something that blows up on the internet or blows up on TV or what if I'm all, what if my position would just to be doing my podcast in my room on my dresser? Like, would I, would I be, what if, what if I didn't get a whole bunch of followers or listeners? What if I got like 10 listeners? Would I still go as hard for my 10 listeners as I would if I had thousands? That's a real question. That is a real question. So whatever that may be in your life, I just want you to know that God has um he has you he has you here for a reason. Because he wants you to produce the most fruit and he would rather keep you in the same position Um, for his plan for the rest of your life, if that is his will, then for him to move you up and then you not produce any fruit at all. And I know that sounds, it sounds like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But it's different when you're, when you're walking in and you're seeing everybody else being promoted and you're seeing everybody else getting everything that you want. They're getting all these worldly things. They're getting a new house and they're getting new cars and they're getting money and they're getting this and they're getting recognition and you're, you're not getting anything. You're getting up, you're in a pat on your back. Nice work. Good job. You're getting a pat on your back. What are you going to do with that? <laughs> you're sitting here and and you're doing everything. You're doing it dil- diligently, earnestly, and you're serving your position, but you're not getting you're not getting that promotion. But it's not to say that you're not successful because just because you're in that position that doesn't mean that you're not successful that doesn't mean that you don't have a car that doesn't mean that you don't have a place to live that doesn't mean that you don't have the things that you need to survive because the people are outside living in tents under a bridge and that's not you god has provided you with the things that you need but what about the things that you want ooh ooh mm. what if he's not satisfying the things that you want ooh So, I just wanted to tell you that um, because you serve an an awesome and a thoughtful and a generous God, that He would rather you um, serve the kingdom and then you being out here. And you thinking you're doing something good, but really in the end, it's meaningless and it has no internal value. So I wanted to go into scripture. John 15, 1, 8. And I just want, before I even go into scripture, I just, I just want to let that sink in. Like, you think you're doing something good. You're moving up. You think you're doing something good, but it's meaningless and it has no internal value. Or it, it could, it. It doesn't even have to be a promotion. It could just be something that you genuinely think is God is interested in you doing and it serves no internal value. I just want to give you a second to let that sink in. 
for a few minutes. Okay, now we're going to scripture. So John um, 15, 1 through 8. So it says, what is that position? Is it accepting Christ and telling everyone about him, but not walking in calling? No, that's part of your purpose, but it's not a calling. Because purpose and calling is kind of two different things. But it, it's also part of a position that God needs you to play play in. Your position is, what do I mean by position? Okay, so to break down the word position, it is... Oh, actually, you know what? I didn't even read the scripture. Sorry. Give me one second. I said I was going to hop into scripture and then I don't. Okay. Press back, sorry. So scripture, John um, 15, 1 through 8 is, I am the true vine and my father is the vineyard's keeper. He removes any of my branches that don't produce fruit and he trims any branch that produces fruit so that it will produce even more fruit. You are already trimmed because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. A branch can produce fruit by itself, but must remain in the vine. Likewise, you can't produce fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, then you will produce much fruit. Without me, you can't do anything. If you don't remain in me, you will be like a branch that is thrown out and dries up. These branches are gathered up thrown into a fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want and it will be done for you. My father is glorified when you produce much fruit and this way prove that you are my disciples. And I just think that that is just such an awesome... Sorry. I just think that that is such an awesome... I have my phone on this thing and it just fell... That is such an awesome scripture. And so I wanted to break down on what what does he kind of what does he mean by that? Like what position does he want you to be in? And he says, of course, when you accept him as your Lord and Savior, you are him and he is you. But there are specific things God needs you to do not to, to serve a purpose and produce fruit. So you are not one of those branches who just shrivel up and then just thrown into the fire. And so I wanted to break down what the word position means. And it means manner of being placed, disposed, or arranged. Okay, so I wanted to say that you are here for a reason. And, and I want you to know that there is things that you need to fulfill with with God and within yourself because when you do what God has made you to do it it just creates so much satisfaction and it's just so um overwhelming with um the spirit of God and it's just such a pleasing feeling you know and I'm not just talking about three to five years from now. I'm talking about what does God want you to do right now in this elite lifestyle? 
Like, you're here every single day. God, make sure that you're awakened. You have air in your lungs and all your arms and, and all your legs working. You have everything that you need to do to function normally. So there's something specific that he needs you to do in each day. And he needs you to um, execute. And it may not even be anything big. You know, don't think of it as something that's just like... um extravagant it could just be spending time with him or it can just be just following the holy spirit throughout your day or it could just be praying consistently throughout your day or it could just be fasting periodically throughout your week or it could just be um sharing your testimony just small little things that god needs you to do and each day that is producing fruit and you may feel like oh it's something small but it's something so big up in heaven so um if you don't know or if you don't have a, a good prayer life at this particular moment, then I just want to tell you that it's okay because I'm going to pray for you right now. Dear God, I know I'm not here by mistake. I humble myself asking for revelation on what specifically you want me to do and what my position in my life, what the position I need to fulfill in my life so I can execute it and make it right with you. I want your divine plan for my life to be satisfied like it says in John 15:16-17. I didn't choose I didn't I didn't choose you but you chose me and appointed me so that I could go and produce fruit so that my fruit could last. As a result, whenever I ask the Father in your name, he will give me, he will give it to me. You give these commandments so that I can love each other. And so I just want to have that prayer over you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.